Now, joining me on the line is the Senior Director for the Top End Region for the Department of Education, Miranda Watt. Good morning to you, Miranda. Good morning, Katie. How are you? Yeah, really good. Thank you so much for your time this morning. Miranda, I'm not sure if you just heard the concerns that uh, Beverly Ratahi, the chair of Tamin Min College, has raised about that new block, Block 15 at Tamin Min, and about the airflow out there and uh, and the safety of, of the teachers. Yes, I did. Thank you for that. Um, so I'm aware of the concerns that have been raised by the school um, and um, and the board as well. Um, the school's been re- working really hard with um, both the Department of Infrastructure and, and us as education to put in measures around um, fixing the problem. So I think Beverly mentioned that um, there has been some progress made with that. So the, the issue's been identified and there's a solution being worked on right at the moment in terms of um, fixing the problem, which is great. Is it a safe situation for our teachers and and how how is it a situation, I guess, where, uh, you know, three weeks in that this is just being identified once the school year's already started? Yeah, I think, look, in terms of it being a safe environment for teachers, it is a, it is a teacher planning area. So um, there are other places in the school where teachers can go and do that planning time. It's not ideal, but there are some other uh, places where teachers can plan and that has been offered... Um, both while it was being investigated and again after. I understand today from the principal that some teachers have taken up that offer to work in a different location where it is air-conditioned. It's obviously got some portable air conditioners in there at the moment, but they can be noisy. So I think some of the teachers have decided to go and work in a different location. And it is really important to note, like Beverly just mentioned, that it isn't affecting students and the teaching and learning that's happening between the teacher and student. It's just their planning time, which is still really important. Um, and certainly something that we want to get on and fix really quickly. How come that airflow, though, wasn't factored in before the works commenced? Or, like, how, how come, you know, it wasn't sort of done beforehand? Yeah, look, I'm not obviously an expert in air conditioning. Um, however, I understand it's a fault rather than um, a factor of the, you know, the airflow. There's a, a fault being that's identified in the system and that's what's being worked on. But I'd have to double-check that with um, the Department of Infrastructure because I'm obviously not the expert in air conditioning. No, fair enough. I, I don't expect you to be an expert in air conditioning. <laughs> I guess the main concern here is, uh, you know, how the teachers have ended up in this situation and, and you know, why um, when, you know, when sort of putting Block 15 in, um, we've now got this very serious situation with the airflow and why it wasn't sort of sorted before school went back. Yeah, I think it's definitely unfortunate, Katie. And, um, you know, it wasn't identified until school had gone back, so until the space was being used. So in that time, obviously, it's been... We've tried to identify... um, The school had tried to identify what the actual issue was. They've now identified that and are trying to rectify it. In terms of um, the safety of of teachers, we absolutely take that extremely serious. And I think that's why the school sort of straight away implemented the opportunity to go and work in different spaces. There was no expectation for teachers to remain in that building and work. All right, but from your perspective, this is being worked on as a matter of urgency? 
Absolutely. All right. I want to move on and talk about uh, talk about this situation that we've got where students wishing to use the toilet during class time must now request a pass from their teacher. This is out at Tamin Min. They've got to sign out uh, mm-hmm. to the next available bathroom um, to get that key from reception and return the key again before they then return to class. Now, I know that uh, from some of the feedback we're getting this morning on the text line, lots of people saying they think that this is a good thing. You've got to stop, uh, you know, people from doing the wrong thing and they should be in class. What led to this uh, to this situation from the education department's perspective? Yeah, thank you. Great question, because I think that's really important in terms of how we've got here. Um, so last year, I think it was in about term three, um, students raised their concerns around the use of toilets with school staff. So they raised concerns around how clean they were, how often they were being damaged and how safe they felt within um, that space. And so there was a survey that was conducted with both uh, students and staff. And through that survey, there was a plan um, created in terms of to trial a different approach, which was that the toilets were available for use before and after school, um, during recess and lunch breaks, and then between class changeover. Now, obviously, classes in a secondary setting are around 50 minutes. So every 50 minutes, they're opened up again. And for students wishing to use the toilets between um, during learning time, during class time, they would obviously access the pass like you've described, which yep. is not uncommon in any school. Most schools have a system where students are required to indicate through a pass or through a process that they are wishing to go to the toilet during class time for obviously obvious reasons, duty of care. We need to know where all students are. I mean, like... What kind of behaviour was going on? What kind of thing was happening in the toilets to sort of warrant this uh, this this ban during those hours? Yeah, look, I'm I'm not um, completely across examples of what that behaviour would look like, but I think the main concerns were around, you know, how the toilets were being used in terms of the cleanliness of them and damage and those sorts of things, and and students feeling safe in there. In terms of, I suppose, um, sometimes, you know, they, you know, they weren't feeling safe in there for a number of reasons. Uh, the school did identify that uh, vaping, I think, in their communication out to families, that um, vaping was also uh, one of the concerns that students had. So that's obviously um, something that was a problem in there and that they've now hoping to reduce with the plan that they've got in place. The plan is obviously due for a reflection yeah. and a, some feedback and there's lots of suggestions being provided um, through lots of different platforms at the moment, but the school will um, will develop a survey. Well, they've got a survey ready to go next week to students and families to seek that feedback, um, and that'll help with all voices. Um, so all voices of students being heard through that process to then look at what they what their next steps will be. Miranda, is it unfair on students who are doing the right thing? Um, look, I think that all um, all students need have the have the um, need to feel safe. Yeah. Um, and if this is one of those ways that we can make all students feel safe, I think that's the important thing to focus on. Do you reckon? I mean, have you got a situation where this is a concern at other schools as well? Like, what's happening at the likes of of Darwin Middle School? Is it a similar process, or does it need to be? Look, I can't comment directly about Darwin um, Middle School because it's not in um, our region. However, it's yep. a concern for all schools, not just in the Northern Territory, but across Australia. All jurisdictions have a similar problem um, around uh, toilets and the use of them. And it's also not a new problem. Um, so, you know, toilets have been used um, in different ways over the years, on, you know, from time to time about um, different things. And, and schools will always look to way, look for ways to improve 
the way things are run within the schools and at the moment for to be men they're focusing on their toilets. Well, and I reckon fundamentally, you know, if it's about keeping all students safe and making sure that kids that do genuinely need to go to the toilet are able to go there without having to worry about uh, any kind of other antisocial behaviour, I really don't have a problem with it. Yes, and I, I look, um, Katie, you know, I have secondary kids of my own yep. and it's certainly something that I would want for them each day to be able to safely go to the toilet each day. So, And that's what, obviously, the school's trying to work with. And, again, it will look at um, ways to refine what they're doing. Um, you know, nothing works out perfectly to start with, so finding the things to improve will be an important part of their reflection and refining process. Yeah. Well, Senior Director of Education for the Top End Region for the Department of Education, Miranda Watt, I appreciate your time this morning. Thank you for speaking with us. You're so welcome, Katie. Have a great day. You too.